Hey, welcome to the C3 Auckland podcast. If you'd like more information about our church, head to c3church.org.nz. We hope you enjoy this message. Hey, uh, so good to uh, kick off this series. Always, uh, this, is, this has been, you know, a series of, of the miraculous uh, in our church always. And I want to encourage you to be in the house this month and God is going to move upon us in an incredible way. Hey, I wanted to um, put up our, our billboard here. We've got a picture of our billboard. We're just stuck on the motorway for the next, uh, yeah, let's put our hands together for that, for the next two months. And, you know, it's obviously more for the city than for us. But, you know, every time you drive past it, just just pray for it. That You know, this is communication. You know, it's, it's kind of like if we were, if we were going to say something to the city, what would we say? That's, that's where we got to on, on it. And uh, I think that's a pretty good message to say to the city from, from God is that your life matters. And uh, that's what God's calling us to do is be communicators, be influencers uh, in our world. Hey, well, this is our, our 14th Rise and Build campaign. And, you know, we've, we've achieved so much. And I want to thank everybody for being part of that. And helping us do what we've done as a community uh, across the city. And I was just out at Albany, so I've got a few shots. Some of you guys may, may not have been out to this location, but here's, if we can start with what it was, if we can put a few of those shots up right now. Um, this, is, this was the North Shore Cosmo, Cosmopolitan Club uh, when we walked into it, and uh, we took some ground, and we converted it bit by bit, into the house of God. And look at that, steak night, steak night. <laughs> that was ripping out the bar. We managed to sell some of that bar, which was good. Sold a few things to raise some money. Keep, keep them going. And uh, yeah, that was it all coming out. So good. I think there's a few more, eh? Is that all you got? That's it. <laughs> this is actually a shot of me doing some work, but uh, it actually didn't look like much work was happening. I was just standing there for a photo. Um, but it was, it was so cool. We, uh, you know, this, this is what I love about... This, this area, is a, it causes us to take ground for the kingdom. And uh, we have just actually this week put an offer on a building in West Auckland, you know, which is going to be, so come on, let's thank God for that. Okay, let's say this, you, you haven't been in church unless you shouted, stood up, waved your chair around, uh, kind of gave some hallelujahs, whatever, praise God, let's, let's do it, let's, let's get excited, um, and this, this location is a really significant, um, you know, it's on, basically on the main street of, uh, out in Henderson, so we'll see, see how we go, pray for us, because as always, it's quite a big gap between what they want and what we can do, but, uh, you know, God's good, and, and we see so much happen, uh, but thanks being, uh, for being part of the process, you know, who would have thought? Uh, all those years ago, that we could be doing this now, um, taking ground in the city. Uh, it is amazing. 
And I, I want to encourage us as we go into this new series, which we're new season, a new season vision builders, that we take it to another level, that we don't sort of wind down, but in, in the kingdom, God's wanting us to, to rise up, to take ground. In Nehemiah 2 and verse 17, in the New American Standard Bible, it says, Then I said to them, You see the bad situation we are in, that Jerusalem is desolate and its gates burned by fire. And what was happening here, Nehemiah was uh, a young guy that had this great job. He had a great job. He was the, the cupbearer for the king. So in those days, that was, that was a cool place. To be in the entourage of the king was a really good place to be. And, and yet Nehemiah took his opportunity uh, to be a kingdom influencer. And that's always our challenge, not just to live a good life, but to understand God has placed us where we are to be an influencer, to, to make a difference. And he talked to the king and said, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just feeling for my people and for the house of God and for what's happened. And he wins the king's backing to, to go out, to go back and, and to bring restoration and to rebuild, which is so amazing. And so he's saying this, we, we see the bad situation we're in, that Jerusalem is desolate, its gates are burned by fire, and, and we have to be people that see what's going on. Um, if we just think about our lives, we're going to miss out on what God is trying to do. And in one sense, you know, you can easily get into the channel of New Zealand's a great place to be. I mean, we, we are blessed. We, we have a lot of opportunity. Um, but we have to see wider than that, that there are people hurting in our, in our society. Um, people that are uh, doing it tough, people that are struggling in, in lives and marriages and families, young people are uh, struggling in, in the society. And we need to see that, that God is wanting something to be rebuilt. And he wants us to be people that see the need. Sometimes we don't want to see the need because it hurts us. It's like it's so big. What do I do? How can I help Auckland with housing? How can I help with food? How can I... Um, but that, that seeing the need helps motivate us to realize we are the body of Christ. And if we all play our part, we can see something built up uh, for the kingdom. And that's what God wants. Our nation is not where God wants it to be. You know, we're, we're doing well. The church is uh, building. Um, you know, we just filled Spark Arena recently. With, with Christians, but there's more that God wants. Come on, who's, who's with me on that? Give me a wave right now. There's more that God wants, and, and we, can, we can do that uh, in our time. We can see something shift. In fact, I was just this week with a few uh, pastors from around the country meeting together, and it, and it looks like hopefully next year could be this revolution when it comes to this prayer meeting because at the moment it's looking like uh, Auckland, Whangarei, Wellington, Christchurch, Dunedin, Nelson want to do it, Queenstown. You know, we could have this nationwide prayer meeting uh, in February next year. And, and I guess as we all, you know, work together, we can see this, this kingdom building take place. Uh, our nation has walked away from God, and so God's wanting us as his people to help steer our country back, or else we could have a good life, but our nation is, is heading to a dangerous place. You know, we just saw uh, this week the, uh, the second reading, the abortion law just went easily through 
parliament. We've just got to realise that's the, that's the environment we're in right now. And uh, we're all here today because God treasures life. And as Christians, you know, we've we got to make sure we don't let the world's thinking get into our heads. We're only here because God could have said, hey, these Kiwis have turned away from me. Let's just get rid of them. But he said, no, 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 I, I, I'm going to go into bat for them. I believe in them. I want to restore them and rebuild them. And so we're, here today, we're literally here today because of the value that, that God places on every life. And so, uh, hence our billboard, you know, your life matters, every life matters, and we've got to stand for that stuff. So come on, let's, as you go out to work tomorrow and do what you're doing, go to uni, go to school, just see, see where our nation's at and let God get upon you and speak to you. The scripture says, come, let us rebuild the wall of Jerusalem so that we will no longer be a reproach. And it is, it is time to rebuild. You know, C3 Auckland, we've done some building. You could say 14 years later, haven't we done enough building? No, no, we haven't. You know, because there's still building to be done in our country. And again, are we just going to do what's right for us? Okay, we've got a few nice church buildings. Um, and I've had some pastors even just recently come in our church building like, wow, so amazing what you guys have created. But we want to do something bigger than just us. We want to keep building until something shifts uh, in the nation. And then we get to be part of that together. And so, you know, rebuilding is so exciting um, because even with our buildings, we've rebuilt the structure and the look and the feel. You know, we, we turn an old warehouse, we turn a, a, a pub into the house of God. This building that's currently empty in West Auckland could be, it probably will be either a bar, maybe a TAB, could be something with a lotto shop. You know, that's the location. It's a really prime location. Or it could be the house of God, right on the main street. You know what I mean? And we got to fight for that. we got to fight for that. And I, and I love this transformation that God is, is wanting us to, to be in. You know, like we're just continual, lifelong kingdom renovators. We take things, whether it's lives, people, communities, buildings, and we, through God's power, we let transformation take place. You know, it's, it's an amazing thing. I mean, I, I know this. I, I can't change anybody. Have you ever tried? It's really hard. It's like, Zach, mate, you know, <laughs> we've got a bunch of stubborn people in this country. I can't change anybody. But, but God, as we create an atmosphere, which is what we all do, and, and your connect group or in, in our community, in the church, uh, we create an atmosphere where God moves. So right now, transforming is is happening right across this building and all of our services, just being here together because you're in the presence of God. So hearts are softening right now. I, I don't know the situation of your life, but God does. And even right now, you know, he just softens our hearts where we get hardness, where we get offense, where we get angry or disappointed or discouraged. Um, God is, is renovating right now. And so we're all called to this business and it's such a great, it's such a great business to be in. Um, you know, I'm just thinking of uh, a couple of weeks ago of a, of a, uh, a guy in Monaco who, you know, I've just been connected with uh, for a while now, just encouraging him in his faith and in his life. And recently some of his family got baptized. It was amazing. And, and just recently, he, he, you know, he ended up in rehab for a while. And, and his mother-in-law came up to me and, and on Sunday and a couple of weeks ago and just said, thank you so much. Whatever you people have been doing, something has changed 
and my family. And, you know, that, I mean, you know, I know I didn't, I didn't really do anything apart from what we all do, which is just be connected and play our part. And God has caused a renovation to take place in a family. Like, it's so awesome. And to have mother-in-law and say, I don't even know what you've done, but thank you so much. <laughs> and that's, that's what we do. Amen? As we, as we help build, as, as we rebuild the culture of the kingdom. Um, so, you know, don't, don't let a self-centeredness be in your life. And you probably wouldn't, you know, we just, we, we just determined to not let that happen in this church. So you probably wouldn't be here. But don't let it happen because that's a reproach. That's a dis- you know, that's what it means, so that we won't be a reproach anymore. A reproach is a bunch of God's people just doing their own thing. That's very sad for the kingdom. And we don't want to be those guys. Uh, we want to be rebuilders. Uh, come and let us rebuild. And he says, I told them how the hand of God had been favorable to me and also about the king's words which he had spoken to me. And as, as we join together in this great project of, of building up the kingdom, building the vision, expanding the territory, um, you know, there's going to be stories of God's faithfulness. And so as you hear testimonies this month, what we're, we're not trying to just make it seem like, well, it's all right for that guy. We actually just want to encourage people because these are just stories of God's favor. And at the end of the service, just soon, we actually want to pray for the favor of God to be on people because as a Christian, this is an inheritance that you're walking into to have the favor of God. And I don't want anybody struggling and straining, even what we're going through right now in the nation, coronavirus. I was trying to get a video of there's just some crazy like toilet paper wars going out there. <laughs> There's one in Australia on YouTube of these people just literally getting physical, just trying to beat each other down for toilet paper. Um, it's just panic, you know? And, and at the end of the day, we're, we're, we're trusting in God. So we're not people of panic. When panic turns up in your life, you know something's not going right. Because <laughs> it's not to say we're not, we don't see the concern. Okay, that, that's something that's out there. But we've got a bigger um, purpose in play. That, like, we're following God. I mean, one day, our, our, it's going to be our day. That's what the Bible says. You know, no one's going to uh, live on this earth forever. We have an eternity with God. And so, don't, guys, don't let the world's panic and stress get into your life. Like, just, you got to see it for what it is. It's hilarious. And the toilet paper companies are just loving it, you know. <laughs> Praise God. If you're in the toilet paper business, more power to you, man. <laughs> you know, just get a – people have got stockpiles of, you know, 10 years of toilet paper. Let's do it. A whole room full of toilet paper. Um, <laughs> it's going to be useful, useful for something. Um, okay, then he said, let us arise and build. So they put their hands to this good work. And we are here today, guys. Uh, you know, in this beautiful building and, and, and across these locations in Auckland because years ago, 14 years ago, our church put, put our hand to this good work of, of the spirit of rise and build and we've responded to the call and I want to encourage us 14 years later to not sort of say, okay, that's, that's enough now, but come on, let's stir ourselves up. Let's stir ourselves up to rise and build. This is what uh, John Wesley, who's heard of John Wesley? one of the great uh, leaders and pastors of all time, he said, he said this on this very passage. Let us do it with vigor and diligence and resolution as those that are determined to go through with it. 
And I want to encourage us, like everything that we're doing in church, um, you know, we're trying to hear from God. We're trying to follow Him and, and bring the kingdom to, to our community. So don't feel like we're just doing all this stuff to make it hard. It's like, oh, we've got another fast. But why not try it? Because fasting leads to breakthrough. Who's here today and in 2020, you'd, you'd like a bit of breakthrough coming into your life. Just give us a wave. I'm amazed how often Christians can be like, I want this, but I won't do that. You know, if we want what God has for us, we've actually just got to obey Him and His pathway Sometimes it's not what we want to walk. Even for me, I'm a pastor and I've been doing this for years. And it's just like, God, isn't, isn't there a better way? I've tried to have those chats. God, I can help you. <laughs> Who's ever tried to have that chat with God? Yeah, how did it go? <laughs> We've actually just got to follow his pathway and trust him. And some of that is it's surrender. It's faith. It's just commitment to him. Saying, Lord, you want it? I'm doing it. So I'd encourage us all, fast, let's fast. Let's fast and see what God could do in 2020. This would be all in. So when we do this thing, don't, don't be in church and like, oh yeah, my church is kind of doing this, whatever. <laughs> be all in, you know. Like, like John Wesley said, like, let's be determined. Let's just, you know, like for all of us here, look around and say, what's my part in this? What could I do? Instead of like, what can I get out of? That's, that's the world. Like, how can I not? How can I get the blessing without doing anything? You can't. The better part is to say, what's my part in all this? What's your gift? What's your area? You know, as you look, I know sometimes, hopefully on a Sunday, we present everything. It actually looks like it's all working and looking great. But, um, you know, there's a lot of things that need to be done in the house of God to rebuild. You, know, you could walk around this building and find a bunch of things that need some special care. <laughs> um, you know, Steve Bonford, who's our Albany campus pastor, he's in charge of all the buildings. You know, he could give you right now, there's probably about 55 zero things that need to be done. We did about 25 of them before conference, you know, it's amazing. But what's, what's your part? That's, that's all God's saying. I'll put you here for a reason, not just watch. God doesn't want you to watch, He wants you to participate. Uh, and it's, it's so much fun uh, being part of what God is doing in this time. Uh, you know, Nehemiah building, rebuilding this wall, and maybe somebody could come help me back here. Uh, Nehemiah rebuilding the wall was the final act of the Old Testament. It's like amazing. It was like this act of completion because the, the temple had been built, but it was still vulnerable. People were coming in and just destroying it and stealing all the stuff. And the wall was this final act of, of completion and of, of, of security and of strength. And, and then there was 400 silent years and then Jesus turned up and the New Testament started. So it's kind of amazing. And I, I feel like it's the same today, is that there's this final act of rebuilding that needs to take place, this, this area of strength and security for God's people and that's what the church is. It's a place of security for people, a place of strength for people. And, and here's the deal, a, an area of completion in society. And then Jesus is going to come back again. And so we need to head towards that. We need to have our head in that game. Don't just be thinking about just about your life. Obviously, we've all got to think about our lives. But let your head go there. Like, God, how can I be part of completing the work that you would come back?
We need Jesus to come back. Don't be afraid of that. Don't be afraid of the book of Revelation. It all ends really well for us. You know, Jesus comes back and he restores everything. And that's what he wants. That's why we don't have to be afraid of coronavirus or whatever else is going on because our, our home is with him. It's with Christ. Like whatever happens, we're walking with him into our future, into our eternity. But he's asked us to do some really meaningful things. Can I encourage us this month? Let's put our hands to this good work. Let's pray for West Auckland. You know, if we get it, let's get out there, Ellerslie, and help them create an awesome house of God. I'm so excited. Like West Auckland is just one of the key parts of our city. God's called us to be there. We've got an amazing congregation out there. Let's take some ground. West Auckland, let's keep fixing up our places and let's remember that we're, we've got a building in Cambodia now that we're trying to finish as well uh, for the house of God up there. Um, but also we want to see the blessing of God flow into your life. So in just a few minutes, I want, I want to pray for the favor of God upon your life. And I want to just talk, here's a few keys real quick about how to get the favor of God on your life. And I'll just go through them pretty quick because we're just drawing to a close. But here they are. Number one, believe that God is able. Ephesians 3.20, Now to him who was able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is in work within us. Now to him be glory in the church. We're not turning up here for some religious kind of action. We're giving glory to the God who is able. Amen? Who's here today? Come on. Who believes that God is able in the year of 2020? Come on. He's able. I don't know where you're at, but do you believe that God is able? You've got to believe. God can't do anything where there's a lack of belief. Even Jesus, think about this, couldn't do miracles where there was no belief. So I think a lot of times Christians, you know, because of the world, we foster an atmosphere of unbelief. In a moment, I want to pray for everybody here, and you've got a dream to own your own home. Because what's happening is the enemy's getting hold of that dream, and you're saying to yourself, it'll never happen. Do you believe? I want to pray for you in just a moment. That faith is going to come in your heart. Because it's not going to be easy. It's Auckland City. It was never going to be easy. Talk to your parents or somebody that brought it. You know, I talked to my parents. They had three jobs. It's not easy, but all things are possible for those who believe. Amen? Come on, let's just foster a, a new sense of belief. Who would have thought that we could be in this place, own this thing? I remember when we started raising the money, a few of you people were around. There's a lot of people saying, hey, we're never going to do it. I'm like, thanks for the encouragement. <laughs> in the house of God. It's amazing how negative we can be in the house of God. Who's with me? Just people coming up to bless me with that. Oh, <laughs> great idea, but we'll never do it. Thank you. <laughs> don't, no, don't let the world prophesy into your dream. Don't, don't let it happen. Don't let it happen. It's actually, I've got to say this, it's cheaper to buy a house. It's more affordable to buy a house in Auckland than it is in Tauranga right now. So, pity for them. Uh, <laughs> number two, get wisdom. Proverbs 3.13, blessed are those who find wisdom, those who gain understanding, for she is more profitable than silver and yields better returns than gold. If I was here today and I could give you all a gold bar, everyone's loving gold right now, gold bullion, if I said, okay, I could give you a bar of gold, or I could give you wisdom, let's be honest, most people take the gold bar. But the Bible is saying that wisdom is more valuable to you than a gold bar. 
Wisdom is actually not just making all these crazy decisions. Oh, I can't afford to buy a house. I'm, just, I'm going to like Ekatahuna. Because you could definitely afford a house there. But, you know, it's be an interesting life. <laughs> it's probably a great life. Uh, you know, just making these random decisions in your life without seeking wisdom, talking to your leaders, letting God's, you know, peace. Don't do anything without the peace of God. Don't just do something because you're stressed. Get wisdom. Get wisdom on your life. Uh, number three. Number three, be committed to regular kingdom giving. And again, uh, this is one of those things that God, this, is, this, is how, this is God's channel for blessing. It always has been and it always will be. Luke 6 and verse 38, give and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over will be poured into your lap. Surprises me how many Christians want God's blessing, but they won't do what God asks. So God loves you, you know, and, and people come on the altar, I just need help with finances. Are you giving? No. Well, I can pray for you till the cows come home, but until you just start walking in God's pathway. The Bible says God's pathway is blessed with abundance. You give, and the Bible says it will be given to you. Not exactly when you wanted it or thought it might come, but it's, it, it, it is just the principle of heaven. Do you know, I just got given a guitar like uh, a couple of weeks ago. 20 years ago, I gave some musician in our church a guitar. It was, it was a cool one. It was a good guitar, electric guitar. And, and uh, you know, I just gave it. Cool. 20 years later, somebody came and gave me back that guitar. It was, a, it was another pastor in another city, and he'd heard the story. And he said, it was just on my heart to give it back to you. I said, don't give it back. It's, oh, it's yours. You don't have to give it back. I gave it away. And he goes, no, no, no. I just want to give it back. I just feel, you know, moved to give it back. And he gave it back to me. <laughs> so this guitar has just gone around the channels of, of God's blessing. And now it's been given back to me. You know, this is what the scripture says. Give and it will be given. You can't stop it. When you just start walking in God's pathway. Again, who are you listening to here? Heaven or the world? The world says, if you go see a mortgage broker, I'll tell you right now, they'll say, stop giving. Well, who are you going to listen to? The mortgage broker or God? Give and it will be given to you. That, that's been the journey of my life. I started giving when I got saved, like 16, 17 years old, been tired of my whole life. And you can't stop the blessing of God. You know, that's why I, I, I'm confident. I don't want to seem like we're, we're making light of it because it's still a big deal. But I'm confident to go into West Auckland and take some ground for the kingdom because I've realized this church is a giving church. God's favor is on us. You can't stop the flow of, of his favor once you start walking in it. I wouldn't want to live a second without it. And I want to encourage you. Number four, be a builder in the house. Find your place to build. Build something for the kingdom. You find, you start building God's house and His hands. His hand gets upon your life and upon your house. Number five, be planted in His house. Psalm 84, 4. Blessed are those who dwell in your house that are ever praising you. These are sort of in some ways like the basics of Christianity. Don't be a like a church drifter or like turn up. I, I know some people in the city that just turn up for guest speakers. Um, God's not... God didn't want you to hear another message from some guest speaker. He wants you to be planted into the framework of the house of God. And number six, remain faithful. Proverbs 3 and verse 3. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you will win favor and a good name. Here it is. 
And, and so many people in our church here could testify that the, more, the further you walk with God, the more favor you're going to receive upon your life. We hope you enjoyed this message. If you'd like to know more about our church or to find out what's coming up, check out c3church.org.nz.